Welcome to the Feel Like a Million podcast. This is Amy Murphy. Hi, guys. What is up? I'm so excited to be here tonight. Uh, thank you for tuning in. I'm going to be so transparent with you guys right now. When you expand a comfort zone, when you go beyond your nerves and you jump in there and learn something, that is literally when the most growth happens. There's always something beautiful waiting on the other side of your comfort zone. So if this doesn't encourage you guys to go uh, jump in there and expand your comfort zone, I don't know what does. Woo! We're going to have a good time, right? I'm pumped. I got lots of content for you guys tonight, something I'm really passionate about. So I wanted to kind of start off with a quick little introduction about who I am. So my name is Amy Murphy, and I am a professional network marketer. I've been in network marketing for about 20 years. The first 17 years of my journey, I successfully failed at all of the companies that I was in. I was in about 10 different companies off and on throughout the course of 17 years, probably made, you could count, $3,000, give or take. And after things are said and done, after buying more than you make, expenses, whatever you name it, probably owed more money than I made. So that is um, my previous uh, history. And then about three and a half years ago, I found a company not looking for another opportunity. My husband and I had this conversation with each other that we would stop doing those network marketing companies because I always end up spending more than I make and it just doesn't go anywhere. So we decided because we were in a little bit of a financial tough time, we said, hey, this is a way we can budget. Let's get you stop doing those things and we'll save ourselves rich. <laughs> so uh, I wasn't actually looking for, for an opportunity. I was looking for, for a product, found something I liked, and I decided I was going to jump in. Now, you can actually um, appreciate my husband's response when I told him I was going to try another company. He was completely not supportive of me in any way, shape, or form when I told him, hey, I'm going to try, try in. And he was like, no, you're not. (laughs) And it was a big argument, a big fight. There was no support from him, but I decided uh, to make a mindset shift. And this is the nuggets that I want to share with you tonight, because a lot of people ask me, uh, how did you become a seven figure earner? It took two and a half years to make a million dollars in my company. And I was pregnant, went on bed rest, and I had two other kids running around, and my husband was working full time, and I was in my home, on my couch, in this very bathrobe. This is the bathrobe that I wore for literally two and a half, I'm still wearing it, so it's been almost four years now. This bathrobe has been my uniform and been a big part of my journey. <laughs> and um, a lot of people ask me, what was different? Why? Why did you make it this time around? What changed for you? You know, you failed for 17 years and then all of a sudden, you know, you become successful. What changed? And what changed huge, uh, I do want to give a shout out to my, you know, products and opportunity in the company. Obviously, we couldn't be here four years later if they weren't amazing. Um, But a lot of it was my mind. A lot of it was my mind. And a lot of it was the abundance mindset. And I'm going to go into what that means. And so I, I feel passionate about sharing uh, 
a lot of this mindset. I'm going to share bits and pieces of my journey and how this relates as I go along. You'll see. So I want to relate the mindset uh, little tips along. You'll hear a lot of through my journey. So that's a little bit of intro uh, about me and who I am. Like, why is this girl in her bathroom and why why are we listening to her talk tonight? You know, like, <laughs> what does she have to offer? Well, that's a little bit about me, professional network marketer. Uh, became successful in the last three and a half years, making a seven-figure income after 17 years of failure. And I did it all in my, my white bathrobe. All right. So the first thing I want to talk about, like I said, is I just wanted to kind of talk about the abundant mindset leading to the life you love and the power of the mindset to create those results that you want. And I want to talk about how we manifest what we believe. And I want you guys to reflect on what are you believing. So this is kind of what I want to talk about tonight. And so I shared a little bit of my journey already. So uh, the next thing I, I wanted to kind of talk about is I really, really like this quote. This quote, you guys, don't know who said it, but it really resonates when it comes to the abundant mindset. You know, the, the secret to having it all is believing you already do. Because you guys, creating an abundance mindset does not mean you disrespect or disapprove what you already have in your life. It's not about getting more stuff. It's about recognizing and loving what you already have. Because the universe has a magical way, you guys, it has a magical way of reciprocating when you express gratitude for what you already have. And if you're religious, uh, God, you know, if, if you're non-religious, the universe, I like to kind of speak to both because not everyone has the same views. You don't want to be political when it comes to that, but the universe, the God, literally when you are gracious and when you give thanks to what you have, the universe will bless you with more rather than asking for more things. And I'm going to go into uh, that a little bit more. Um, and a little, a little visual that I want you guys to kind of think of is think of the horizon. When, when we're believing, you know, and we're manifesting and we're thinking about our journeys, think about the horizon is always moving right? Even when you walk towards it, like it's always there. It's always out there, right? Like just think about that when you're thinking about your journeys. So whatever, oh, switch them a slide. Here we go. <laughs> okay. So whatever you guys believe that is going to be what your reality will be. That is what will be true. Like when I, before I did this webinar, I was like, Brian was trying to tell me, I'm like, I'm nervous. And he's like, don't say you're nervous. You're going to be nervous. And I'm like, I know I'm nervous. I'm going to mess up. Then I will mess up. Right? So you have to literally change your beliefs. When you change your beliefs, you will change your outcome. So the power is literally in your hands to control all of the things in your life and your business. So whatever you believe, that is your reality. And I kind of want to, um, I kind of want to circle back to my story as to why belief is so huge and what I believed. Because when I decided to tell my husband I was going to try network marketing another time, his very words to me were, good luck with that. No one is going to believe you. He said that to me and I thought about it for a second and I said, but you know what? I said, I'm sure there's people out there that believe in me, but at the end of the day, I believe in me. I think I could do this. I think I could at least sell a little bit to make my investment back. 
right? That I chose to say, you know what? I can do this. I think people will believe me. Can you imagine if I chose to believe his reality? He told me no one's going to believe you. And if I said, you know what? You're right, Tim. No one's going to believe me. I can't do this. I won't succeed. It'll never happen again. If I listened to him and chose to believe that, then I would not be sitting here today and my story would not have unfolded as it had because I chose to believe my reality that I would make it. I said to him, the words I said to him were, I will make it in this company. And if I don't, I'll never do it again. I made him that promise, but he didn't believe me, of course, because I was in 10 different companies. Why would he believe me? But I declared it that day. I said, I will make it in this company. I believe I can do it. And that's how powerful those words were because I could have chose the opposite. So if you say you can't, you won't. If you say, you know, if, if you say it, um, that's your reality. If you say you can't, you won't do it, right? If you can't, you won't, you won't, and you won't, right? So the power of belief is so huge uh, when it comes to my story. And um, so that brings me to the next slide is about scarcity versus abundant. Cause it's like, what are you talking about? Why are you talking about all this? Okay. Scarcity versus abundant mindset. This is where I, cause I want to talk about the abundant mindset, but I feel that I have to kind of show you what scarcity means. Cause some people don't no, when I say, oh, that's a scarcity mentality or that's an abundant mentality, people don't truly sometimes know what it means. So I want to kind of flush it out for you today. So take a look at this picture. And on the left-hand side on my screen, I don't know if it's the left-hand side on your screen, but on one side under the word scarcity, <laughs> there is a barren land. See that tree is very barren. There's nothing on it. It looks very doomy and gloomy, right? It looks quite not very fun. <laughs> and then look at the other side, that abundant mindset. Look how beautiful that sky is. Look how luscious that tree is. Look how many leaves are on there. There's enough leaves for everybody to have a leaf, right? And then if one fell off, one would grow back. There's enough for everybody there. So this is kind of a visual. When you're thinking of um, the scarcity mindset versus the abundant mindset, keep this visual in mind because it's a really powerful visual to really showcase uh, scarcity versus abundance. So just take a look at that for one second. Okay. Okay. So scarcity mindset. I'm going to flush out what scarcity mindset means because I don't want to dwell too much on this, but I feel like I need to share it with you before I go into the abundance. So scarcity mindset is the belief that there will never be enough. Your thoughts and your actions stem from a place of lacking. This pattern repeats itself over and over again in your life, even if you're unconscious of it. It shows up in your thoughts, right? Like if you are someone that's who's like the competitiveness, like that mind, oh, if she succeeds, I can't. Like some people, you know, if they're in a network, I, I can relate to network marketing or maybe like a business, uh, another type of business, but I see a lot in network marketing where uh, people who are the way the lines go, some downlines aren't uh, excited for their upline to succeed because they come from a scarcity mentality. They're worried that if their upline succeeds, there's not enough success to go around that they won't succeed. So they're not happy. It becomes competitive. Oh, I need to get there first because if I don't get there, you know, then I never will. Or someone's going to get it before me. There won't be left anything left for me. You know, uh, 
some people think success is for other people, that there's not an, enough success for yourself, that, oh, well, if they're successful, there's just not enough in the world. You know, it's not for me. So um, the feeling that is attached to the scarcity mentality would be, you know, kind of that weighed down feeling. You're heavy with excuses. It, it's an energy drain and energy suck, right? You're always making excuses why you can't do something. There's not enough resources. There's no samples. People say negative things. Like there's so many excuses that sits in that scarcity mindset. And that kind of, kind of holds you back from living your true success of what actually is out there. But it's, it's all in your mind, right? It's all how you choose to view the obstacles and it's, it's all how you choose to believe what your reality is of what's going on. So the abundance mindset, the abundance mindset comes from the belief that there are enough resources and there's enough success to share with others. That success is there to be achieved. It's that feeling of openness, freedom, energy, possibility, freedom, right? That caring, sharing with others. Everyone's allowed to have, I get goosebumps, you guys. Do you get goosebumps right now hearing this? Like everybody's allowed to have a piece of that successful pie. It is not for any one person in particular. There is enough for everybody to go around. So you can share your, your tips and your secrets with other people. You can share you know, your success. You can love on other people succeeding because just because someone doesn't, does succeed doesn't mean that you won't or you can't, right? Um, oh, something happened to my screen. Whoa. So here's where I wanted to kind of uh, make you guys think. This is a point where I want you to kind of have a minute to reflect on where you feel your mindset is. Um, so do you choose to worry and to feel that success, success is beyond your reach? Do you immediately see what isn't working or all the obstacles between you and what you desire? Or do you see the opportunities laying out before you? We can choose which of these paths we wish to travel. Okay, so switching from a scarcity to abundant mentality means digging deep and identifying what drives our current thought process and being willing to make changes to it. Now, I just wanted to um, reference a little tool that I have after the webinar. If you go on my website, www.milliondollarbathrobe.com, then there's a free reference tool there. And it asks you all kinds of questions to kind of prompt your thinking. And, it's, and it will show you where you're, and be honest, when you take it, you can download it for free. And so just go on the website, download the tool, and then you can use this as an assessment tool to recheck where your mindset is. So check off the boxes, see where you sit, and then reflect on that. And if you feel like, oh, wow, I guess I am a little bit, you know, my, I'm coming from a scarcity mentality, then you can reflect and you can make choices to choose how you're, you know, then you can reflect on what is going on in your life or your business to make those changes and choose to see it in abundance rather than coming from a place of scarcity. So I uh, just do that after, though, after this chat. <laughs> okay, so here is where some, um, this is a, this is a, a nice visual that I've created in my million dollar bathrobe brand. And 
what what it all entails, like the core concept of the million dollar bathrobe is that all things are connected. Brian referenced this earlier in his training, talking about the mind, body and spirit. You know, if, if something changes in the foundation of the mind, body and spirit, because we are connected. Right. And when we're all in alignment with our mind, body and spirit, that's the foundation. And if something's out of aligned, um, then, you know, that's where we kind of need to reassess and take some look at things. So um, if we can create that foundation and be connected, that's kind of where the well, if you're all connected, then you're not going to have scarcity mentality, are you? Because you're going to be truly living all connected and in abundance, right? So we know, we know that what we think shows up in how we act, right? What you believe is what, what you live is what you believe. What you believe is what you live. And if you believe you're going to, you're not going to succeed in your business, then you act accordingly and that will happen. You won't, right? Often we try to approach abundance from a behavioral standpoint. Oh, if I work more, if I try harder, right? But the re it, 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 that helps, you know, obviously to do those things. But the real solution, you guys, when it comes to shifting your mind and living in, in abundance is it's working on your mind. It's the mind, right? You can, you know, you can always do more and feel more, but it, it really comes from up here. So adjusting our mindset to one that sees abundance means opening our eyes to opportunities that were always there. It's not about running faster, but just making smarter choices, believing that things are there for you. You can have them. So make the choices that allow you to get those things instead of sabotaging yourself by saying, well, it's not available for me. I can't succeed. So I'm going to sabotage myself and nothing's going to happen. And you'll live that reality. What you, what you choose to believe is exactly what will happen. So our mind, body, and spirit is literally all connected. And this is, um, when the mind, body, and spirit are all connected, then you're living the life, you're connected to a life that you love. So that's kind of like the little values of the million dollar bathroom. So what I'm going to share with you right here, right now, if you want to get some pen and paper out, um, is I'm going to share with you five key mindset shifts that I made, I personally made as I shifted my thinking from scarcity to abundance, right? I, I, scarcity wasn't there very long, let's be honest. Like, my husband had the scarcity mentality that I was not going to succeed and I couldn't do it. And, and there's been times where sometimes it gets hard. And maybe for a minute I thought, what am I doing? I can't do this, you know, but no, you can. This webinar, I thought for a minute, I couldn't do this, but I can. And I'm choosing to believe I'm going to rock this webinar, right? Like <laughs> there's enough, you know, I see people doing these webinars all the time. There's no reason why I can't learn how to do it right? I see people succeed in their network marketing business. Why can't I learn how to do it? I can. There's enough time resources out there to do it. And this is what's going to, I'm going to teach you some things that's going to help you make those mindset shifts. It wasn't always easy. And I'm not going to tell you that it is right, but I'll tell you that it's possible. Okay. So I am proof of that. And here we go. So number one, boom, start with passion. Okay. Here it is. Start with passion. You need to want it. I always tell people on our team, I was like, you can't want it more for people than they want it themselves. You can want this business for every people, every person you bring on. But if they don't want it, if there's not something they're working for in their life, you can't put that passion into somebody. They need to, they need to be lit from within. You can help encourage people and you know, things like that, but the passion you got to have the fire lit 
for yourself before you can light someone else's fire. You got to be lit before you pass the torch, right? So, you know, peop, here's, here's something I'm going to say a little quote, um, and it might shock you for a second, because it's a, it, it's a famous quote that a lot of people say that I don't agree with. Okay, so listen to this. Okay, this is going to be a little controversial in here, but I'm going to go for it. Okay, so people say that if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. I don't actually believe that. And here's why. Because when I started doing my network marketing company, right, this final one that I succeeded in that I became a seven figure earner in. Was I passionate about the products? Like what I, yes, I loved them. I loved them, right? I, I think they're great. I'm still loving them. But was it the passion for the products that made me succeed? Yes, they're amazing. Yes, they help people. It was the passion to succeed. It was the passion for success. I wanted to prove my husband wrong more than anything. That was my passion. That's what lit me up. That's what was different this time around. I was in 10 different companies. Did I like their products? Yeah. Every time I was in a company, I liked their products. I used them. I liked them. Was I passionate about any of them? No. Was I passionate about succeeding at the time? Not really. Cause if I was, I probably would have learned and done it. But when my husband told me, good luck with that, no one's going to believe you, I became real passionate about setting him straight, about setting the record straight, right? So, um, for example, Bucky Fuller, look him up. He created makeup brushes, right? He, did he love makeup brushes? Maybe he did. He probably liked them enough to want to talk about them, but it was that passion for making something innovative, right? All, all the inventors in the world, all the things they invented. Do you think that they were passionate about, you know, light bulbs? Oh, I love light bulbs. I need to figure out lights, you know, like were they figuring these things out or are they passionate about impacting others? If I create something that makes light happen for people, other people will be impacted and they'll be able to see things. That's what they are passionate about, helping others be able to see in the dark, right? They weren't necessarily passionate about light bulbs. Do you see what I'm saying? The analogy with that? So, you know, um, you know, finding a thing to get passionate about will create a good outcome from it. So I was very passionate about working my business and I love the products I'm in. I love the products I have, right? I, I love them. I think they're amazing. Obviously, I use them. To this very day, <laughs> but it was the passion of succeeding and proving my husband wrong that really fueled me. <laughs> so, okay, number two, you need knowledge. You need to learn how. I keep looking over in this box because I'm like right there, but I should be looking right here. Okay, you need to learn how. <laughs> so, in today's internet age, information is at our fingertips. You just have to want to seek it out. Don't think of the reasons why you can't do it, but find the reasons to make it happen. You guys, from the minute I told Tim, I'm going to make it in this company. I'm going to make it. I'll never do another one again. I'm doing this. What do you think I did? What was my next step? A lot of people ask me, what did you do? I made it my mission to learn network marketing because I was like, okay, I've done it 10 times before. Clearly what I was doing before didn't work. 
what do I do? I went on the internet. I started Googling network marketing business, how to do network marketing. And then Ray, Ray Higdon, I'm going to give him a shout out. He was the first person I learned from in, you know, on his blogs. I started reading his blogs and I started looking at other trainers that were training network marketing, social media. I was like, okay, well, I'm working it from Facebook. I didn't have Instagram at the time. Facebook, you know, learning Facebook videos, tutorials, so many, I still do it to this day. I'm not done learning just so you guys know. You never stop learning. That is, I heard, you know, they were talking about that before and it's so true. The internet's always changing. Things are always changing. Business is always changing. So there's always ways to improve, but you need that knowledge. When you feel like, you know, more, you feel like there's more possibilities and you create abundance instead of saying, Oh, I don't know how to do. I could have said it to him. You know what? Yeah, I want to do it, but I don't know how. And then stop in my tracks. Well, that would be a scarcity mindset and I wouldn't be opening up to abundance. See how that works? So number three, fail forward fast. I love the saying, you guys, I love this. Someone else coined it, I'm not sure who, but it's from somebody, it's from somebody. <laughs> but it's amazing because that's exactly what I, I applied this to my journey. And, you know, because... <clears throat> One of our greatest learning, they were, I guess, like Brian was talking about this before, is one of our greatest uh, learning is in our failures. So be okay with failing. You're actually winning when you work through, the, through those obstacles. I always tell people, you know, if, if fail, like, I want you to fail because that means you're learning something. If you're not failing, you're not growing. You, think about a baby. When a baby learns to walk, they crawl, they go to take their first step. Do they fall down and then go, I'm done? In, and they get all emotional and they start thinking, oh, well, walking's not for me, I guess. I'm never going to walk again. No, they instinctively try again. They look for things. Oh, there's a higher object. Let me pull myself up on that. Oh, that worked, right? There's a process that goes through learning. And it come, and learning, literally, the best learning comes from failing. So, hey, Maybe this webinar could be the biggest failure, but I could learn from it if I fail from it. If this comes to be a big bust, I don't know if I do something wrong, say I didn't record this whole thing, and I'll learn next time to make sure I'm recording, <laughs> right? So, you know, when you fail, you learn. So this, this, literally, this sentence right here separates out the successful people from those who can't rise above the failure. So it's okay to fail fall down, learn from your mistake, get up and go again. And don't wait to learn everything before you do anything. I just jumped right in. I didn't know what I was doing. I just jumped right in real fast, started learning as fast as I could, and off I went. And then my business just shot right up. So the next, um, the next key point I want to say is start thinking of yourself as a business. Now, you only have so many resources you know, to deploy when you're achieving your goals. So be careful how you spend your time and your energy. Okay. Be around pe people that fuel your goals and spend time strategically on activities to propel yourself forward. Make yourself a business plan. We make business plans for businesses. Have you ever sat down and made a business plan for yourself? Right? This isn't about business, this slide right here. It's about you. 
if we took a page out of the business books, like how do we spend those resources to find abundance in our life, right? Make that life plan. Make a business plan for your life. Does that make sense? I love that. And the next key point that I want to talk about is resilience. Okay. So make sure you stay on that path. Guys, like nothing changes if nothing changes. You must stay strong and don't get down if things don't come quickly. I'm telling you right now, I endured 17 years of suck, of complete failing and 17 years before I was on my journey to success. So chain, you know, I, and I'm telling you, the mindset is literally the hugest thing that changed for me when it came to this last time around. And changing is hard work, you guys. And those that learn to stand in the storm the longest ultimately will win. So I stood in the storm for 17 years, endured failure after failure after failure, getting up and selling something again to my friends, getting up and selling something else. Sure enough, this time around, what's Amy selling now? I got the eye rolls, but did I let it bother me? Right? People were saying, what's Amy selling now? So many people rolled their eyes at me. People unfriended me, but I didn't let that get me down. The resilience I built because I knew I was going to do something great. I plan- I said it. I set it in stone. I said to Tim, I'm doing this. I'm figuring it out. I learned how to you know, train people, how to help people. I learned what to do in network marketing. I learned all the things I had to do. I failed many times. I tried things. I failed. I got up, tried, failed, tried, failed. I did it all right? So learning to stay true to your vision is ultimately what will, what will be the key to achieving it. I knew when I set out my goal, I was going to do this. That was my vision. I was going to do it. I had visions of being the top income earner. I had visions of getting the million dollars, like, you know, in the million dollar club, I had visions of that. I wanted to do it. I wanted to do it more than anything. (laughs) I wanted to prove to Tim, to myself, that I could finally be successful for once in my dang life. You know, everything I ever did, I always would do it half-ass and then I would quit. It almost makes me want to cry right now because everything I did, I would get up and I would, I would quit before I even started. Before the storm even came, I would just jump. I would start a job. It got a little hard. I would go. I started another network marketing company and no one bought anything. I would leave. I would get up and leave and get up and leave and get up and leave. I never built any resilience. In, in all those little things, right? All those little journeys. However, however, that came to play now. I, I didn't realize it, but getting up and fa- learning every time I fell in a company, get up, learn, get up, learn, get up, learn. By the time I got to where I was now in this company, I guess I was building up resilience this whole time because I was ready. I put, I, I, I put my armor on and I went to battle. Maybe if I tried this like five times ago, well, look what happened five times ago. I didn't have the resilience there, but I built up over time. This time I wanted it so bad. I didn't care what people said about me. I didn't care that people, my husband's friends were like, 
why is Amy in her bathrobe on live video? What's she doing? Right. I was like, I don't care. I can't get on live without, you know, the babies. Like I got an infant, like my baby's fussing. Well, what do I do? I'll just nurse her on live because I need to talk to people and I got to get it done. Like I just did what I had to do. I built up that resilience and I didn't let those failures get me down. I didn't let what people told me get me down. So, you know, People think that you're born with resilience, but it can be true to a little extent, but it's still a learned skill. People have to work on it and it builds over time. That's kind of my, my, I, I said my example before the point is that, you know, it took 17 years to finally, you know, stand strong, right? So don't wait for the resilience to all of a sudden kick in. Just keep building up that resilience by getting down, coming back up, getting down, coming back up. So... It's okay, you guys, you know, get, get okay with, with doing the work you got to do. Ultimately, I want to share with you that there is no secret sauce and that there is no secret pill or secret shortcut to achieving the abundance that you're looking for. It is hard work to change and to shift, right? It is, but you just got to get okay with it. And you just got to, you just got to work your journey and apply those five things that I mentioned before. So what's holding you guys back? What is holding you back? From this moment on, think about why will this time be different? Why will it be different for you? What's gonna change for you? You know, we've all been here standing at the edge of making a change in our lives, in our mindset, but something happened to keep that shift from happening. What was it? What held you back? You need to reflect inwards, okay? You need to reflect inwards. What is holding you back from achieving that abundance, from, achieve, you know, from, from living that ultimate mindset that anything is possible? You are enough. You are worthy enough. There's enough out there. There's enough success. There's enough abundance that everyone can be million dollar earners. There's enough customers for everybody, anything else in your life or in your business that you can have whatever it is you dream, you can do it. So reflect inwards to see what exactly is it that's holding you back so you can work on that and use that tool that I said, if you go to milliondollarbathrobe.com, use that tool to help you kind of reflect where you are in your mindset and how on the scale of abundance to scarcity, where are you sitting? There's a tool, woo how cute is that? Okay, so there's the tool, um, you know, from feelings of unworthiness to fear to insecurity, the battle, for, the battle for change starts with the mind, okay? Where are you at with your mindset? Be honest when you're using this tool, okay? Be honest with where you're at, don't, don't put what you think you wanna be or where, you, you know, put where you are now. And you can use this and reprint it up multiple times throughout the year as your journey changes. You can recheck yourself with this and you can kind of rebalance yourself and share it with people, right? So you guys, don't wait. Don't wait for perfection or to have all the answers before you begin your journey to abundance. Analysis paralysis will make you halt in your tracks, okay? So identify your mindset, use the tools that we have, just start at the beginning, you guys. Start at the beginning, um, just go, just go. Be afraid to fail, it's okay, you're gonna learn. 
you're going to learn. Scarcity mindset will make you feel you're going to fail and it's going to be the worst thing in the world. That's scarcity. Abundance mindset. I'm okay. I'm okay to fall down because I'm going to learn something great from this, right? I'm going to... I'm going to deploy this. I might fail. If I do, that's wonderful. I'm going to learn, right? We want to think of all the good that will come from it, not what the bad things can happen. So we are, I just want to let you know that um, to embrace that feeling of uncomfortable, because I certainly did tonight, <laughs> and I'm making it through. I'm making it through. I haven't seen the comments yet, so I have no idea what you're all saying. I don't know if you're all still in here. I don't know, but I did it. You know, hopefully you guys learned something, found a little bit of nuggets, kind of made you shift your, you know, reset a little bit. And, you know, you could relate to my story a little bit and how this is how my journey unfolded for me. And using that abundance mindset is what led me to go where I am today. And so hopefully you guys found value in that. And so jumping in, embracing the uncomfortableness, please do that fail, get uncomfortable. You're going to learn so much. And the faster you do it, the harder you do it, the faster you go, the harder you fall, the more you're going to learn and the farther you're going to go and the quicker it's going to happen. Everything you seek, everything you think I've goosebumps saying it, everything you seek is on the other side of that uncomfortableness. It's right there for you. That comfort zone, it's right there on the other side of comfort. So you don't have to walk the path alone. I just want to let you know that we're here to help you. I'm here to help you. Yeah. So milliondollarbathrobe.com is the website where you can go. It's the hub and everything you want there, like you can get to everything from there. So if you just go to, you can subscribe to the newsletter. So if I'm speaking in your area, uh, you can get those updates. You can find me on Instagram at bathrobe CEO. The YouTube channels feel like a million. The blog is feel like a million.ca. There's all kinds of fun stuff. So the hub is milliondollarbathrobe.com if you want to go source out anything and you like what you're today. Okay, so I'm going to answer some questions. If anyone has any questions, let me know. I'll be happy to, to answer them. So, perfect. What was your aha moment in network marketing? Okay, so uh, my aha moment um, it's funny because when I started doing this last company that I'm in, I didn't actually think when I first signed the dotted line that this journey was going to unfold. However, I did have thoughts in my head. Well, maybe this is, this could be one. Why couldn't it be? I did have those thoughts. You know, I knew that it was a, it was a great company and the products are great. I knew everything was there, but it wasn't, it, there was no actual like, aha, this is the one, right? This is the company that's going to make me millions. I had no idea, but I consistently did the work I needed to do. And it was after the fact, once the journey kind of everything that I did and it propelled so much, um, I feel like it's funny because when I, when I started talking about my journey about uh, the 17 years of failure, I, I hid from it. When I started to see success with my, my early on in the days with my company, with my team, I actually hid that I was in other companies. I thought it was an embarrassment. I thought people wouldn't trust me or relate to me. So I tried to put on the show like, you know, yes, like I would ILT, invest, learn, teach. I would invest, learn, teach. Ray Higdon stuff, like I would look, go in his blog, learn something, teach it to my team and be like, yeah, look at Amy. She's so good, right? Like I used to, to do that and I would hide from it. And it was funny when I first met Ray, when I joined his Rankmakers community, I introduced myself to him 
And I shared uh, my story about how I, I was vulnerable and I opened up to him and told him about my, my journey. And he went, why are you not sharing that with people? And I was like, cause that's embarrassing. And he was like, you need to share that. That's, that's the part people want to see. Like they want to know that they're not alone. And I was like, oh, oh, you're, you're right. I guess like I, it, it was hard for me to be vulnerable, but that's the key is being vulnerable. And so I want to, I guess the aha moment that I had done something right, I was on the right path was actually Ray Higdon saying, it's okay to embrace your failures. And I was like, aha. So that launched me for, you know, the aha moment of, you know, the inspiration for bathrobe brand, you know, as that journey unfolded down the road, but aha moment in network marketing, I have to say, I, I didn't actually have the click like, oh, this is the one. The only thing that clicked for me was when I said, I'll prove you wrong. I believe in me, you know, abundance mindset. I'm going to do this. I believe in me. I'm going to try. And I will not quit. I said to him, I won't quit when it gets hard. I'm not going to quit this time. Won't happen. I'm going to stick through it. And that's what happened when you stick through it. Right? <laughs> so, um, so Megan, I'm definitely really, Amy, I've done many network marketing things and I made the decision three months ago. I was going to make this. Yes. Yes. Make the decision. It's going to get hard. It's not easy. If it was easy, everyone would be, would be top income earners, right? If it was easy. But, um, you know, I, I made that decision. I said, I'm doing this and I promise you, like, I will make it in this company. I said those words, I will make it in this company. And if I don't, I will never do another one again. I am done. He didn't believe me, but I said, I will. And I made it my mission, my passion. I made it my passion to learn all knowledge. I made it my passion to learn that knowledge I needed, right? How do I balance being a mom, wife, and a leader? So during my early years of my journey, I was a hot mess express, choo-choo, 24-7. No balance, no nothing. I literally was on fire. I didn't eat all the time. My kids barely ate. Tim was working full-time. The hose was a mess. I was a hot mess express, 24-7. And then I started to realize, okay, if, if I'm actually in this for the long run, like I plan to be, I need to make sure I balance out a little bit more here. So now what I do is, is I time block my days um, because I've, um, I do lots of other things other than network marketing. I'm a full-time mom and I do my network marketing business and I now have my bathrobe uh, brand as well that I'm building. And those of you that don't know, I do television and film. I'm an actor and I've recently gone back into the scene doing auditions for lead roles in movies. Like I'm back in the scene, doing my auditions. I just pumped out two self tapes the other day in between what I'm doing. So I literally, uh, I time block my days and I, I put in first and foremost, I put in my non-negotiables like meditation time. I never ever made time for myself early on in my journey. And by the time I got to the top, I took two and a half years to hit the million dollars. It took a year and a half to hit the top of my comp plan. And I was the first in Canada to hit the top of my comp plan. And I was very tired, very exhausted, run down, burnt out. A lot of my friends, Jimmy J's, he, <laughs> one of my good friends used to mentor me about burnout. He's like, you're going to get burnt out. You're burnt out. I see it. Anyway, so now I, I time block. I time block. I make sure I put in the non-negotiables. I make time for the gym. I make time for meditation. I make time for self-development. 
I make time for my family. If my kids go into soccer or baseball, I put it in and I block it out in the, I use on my phone, I can show you, I use um, Google Calendar, I guess. Yeah, Google Calendar. So um, <laughs> all the red is stuff that's like in there. So I, I stick in the times, like Logan's baseball game, like five to seven, that's time blocked. I don't mess with it, right? It's in there. I'm going to my son's game. That's important to me. If people want to message me, they can wait. I can, I'll get back to them if I if I have a moment, but that's my time for my son. I'm putting that in there. I put in my gym time. It's in there. I put in, you know, phones go off at 10. I put that, my. it's in my agenda. It's, it's in here. Every night at 10, shut phone off. Boom, 10 o'clock. Every night, shut phone off. Sometimes I kind of don't abide by it, but it's a non-negotiable. I'm supposed to do it because I will work myself 24 seven if I don't do it. So I try to time block that. So everything works on a time block. So if I'm going to film my script I have here, I was filming a TV a web series on Sunday from 12 to three. I put the time block in there. So I knew, and I feel like if I'm very concentrated in the smaller portions of time, I feel that I get more done than trying to trying to um, multitask everything. So then I fit my business in the pockets. I fit the business in the pockets. You know, if there's appointments that can, you know, they can be changed if they had to be something that's not bad. I'll put, I'll put the appointments and I ship, I shuffle, I shuffle those, not those other things around, but the non-negotiables stay there. And I feel like it's been a huge, huge help in my business and my life and creating abundance because I'm not overwhelmed and feeling I can't live I'm like I can live right I feel I feel very abundant uh, going forward um and she has the most organized schedule oh thank you <laughs> so what would I tell someone who has an unsupportive spouse um so here is um for me because Tim was very unsupportive in the beginning and because I was very, I believed in myself, I chose to believe I could do it. I said, he's just going to have to, um, he'll come around. My friends and family, they were exhausted with my ventures, you guys. They were exhausted. What's Amy selling now? Oh, right? Like they were, they were tired of me. And I just had to prove to them. I said, they will see over time. They will see. My passion won't go away. It's been four and a half, it's been four years almost. My anniversary in our company is four years. It's not gone away. I'm still preaching the same story. So that, you know, your actions will speak louder than your words. And I knew I had to, I knew I had to act and not just say. So um, I just said, Tim, I'm doing this. And we fought a lot, like in the beginning, why are you on your phone? And I was like, I'm building something great. Trust me, right? Like I was, I was like, we fought a lot. <laughs> it, it was an argument because he didn't understand what I was doing. And once he saw the consistency of, hey, she's not, give, she's not letting up. She's still, she's still talking to her team. She's still bringing in paychecks. She's still doing this. She still seems passionate. She still seems to love it. You know, she, you know, so I, I had to prove it over time. You need to give them, you know, time and, and connect. If you're, if your spouse or loved one is not supportive, you can always, you know, uh, get them in touch with other spouses that weren't before. My husband's a great candidate to speak to anyone <laughs> that has someone that's unsupportive because he's actually ashamed of that part of his story. But that actually, it's funny because that actually inspires him down the road for other people that are in the same situation, right? The other people are not alone in that. You know, they have unsupportive spouses too. So he, he's ashamed that he was not supportive of me because now what's happened, he, he hides from it. But I think he should celebrate 
because it's true. It's true to the story. It, it was true. He wasn't on board and I had to prove myself and it came around. So I just tell people to just uh, stay true to yourself. Uh, time block your time. If, if they're not supporting you by allowing you to do things fine. If you need to get babysitters, if you need to, Hey, be willing to compromise, make little sacrifices. I would get up early before the kids would get up. I got up early and would do some messaging. I would go to bed late. So I went, I, I sacrificed a little bit of sleep, you know, when I needed to do my grind, I, I still sacrifice sleep to this day. And I, I should stick to my 10 o'clock rule, but you know, I, you know, I, I let it slip sometimes because Hey, month end happens sometimes or people are going for promotions it happens, right? You, you let that happen. But, but uh, make sure you time block yourself, get your activities in, stay consistent and just stay in the test of time. Don't waver, get that resilience, build up that grit and just plow forward and believe you can't stop believing that you're going to be able to do it and that he will come around, right? He will come around. You'll come around. You'll come around. You'll see, you'll see, right? So hopefully that helps there. So thank you guys for tuning in tonight. I hope you had some value. Like I said before, hop on milliondollarbathrobe.com. If you want to go on the website, that's the hub for everything. Feel like a million is the blog. Lots of nuggets on the blog, sharing my journey um, and life thoughts. And the Feel Like a Million um, YouTube channel is out and Instagram. It's the, my handle is at bathrobe underscore CEO. And um, I wish you all the best and all the abundance in your life. Thank you so much for listening to our Feel Like a Million podcast. Have a wonderful day and we'll see you soon.